Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and I'm here today with Maggie Baugh. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? I am wonderful. It's, it's a great day. It's a, sometime in December here, and, or starting in December almost. Yes, and just awesome. That means we can officially start talking about Christmas trees, and I'm all for yes. it. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite type of Christmas tree? I know growing up in Florida, Florida's a little different. I mean, we do, have, you know? we do get the trees here, but... It is so funny because growing up, I always had a fake tree because my parents told me that I was allergic to Christmas trees. I don't really know if that was true <laughs> or if they wanted just not to deal with the fact that there's going to be pine needles everywhere or the fact that um, it's Florida and there's a pool right next to our Christmas tree. So so growing up there, it was really crazy because uh, you walk outside and there's palm trees. Um, so being here, it's really cool going to an actual Christmas tree farm when it's freezing out right before it snows. Um, so I don't really have, I, I guess to answer your question, my favorite Christmas tree is a real one now. I love that. Because <laughs> I wasn't able to have one when I was a kid. So now it's like real Christmas tree. We're going to do it. It's going to be messy. It's going to be everywhere. And last year was my very first time getting a real Christmas tree. And it was so much fun. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Cause that's one thing I did. I grew up Northeast. So we had real Christmas trees, but I thought that that was great. Your parents yeah. tell you you're allergic to it. And you're right. Yeah. That, that makes a mess on the you patio. That's I why. am, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good excuse. Oh, kudos to your parents. So I'm going to start off with actually the hardest question ever. Who is Maggie? Oh my gosh. You know, I'm still trying to figure that out. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I have a very bubbly, um, very easygoing, uh, multi-instrumentalist singer songwriter, uh, born and raised in South Florida. Um, now living in Nashville who is just so excited to see what the future holds, um, for herself, you know, 2021 exceeded my expectations of goals. And so now the bar is only set a little bit higher, but, uh, what, what you see is what you get right here, bubbly personality and all. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, I have to admit, I was reading your bio and I, obviously with multi-instrumentalist. I love that, but uh, violin at age six. So, so was that your choice or was that something your parents thought you should try or what? How'd that start? Actually, that was my choice. You know, I started asking for a violin around the age of two years old, just because um, I watched the show Little Einstein as a kid. And so the primary instrument that they use to talk about all the classical music is a violin. Um, they were using it for like magic to like open doors and stuff. And I thought that was just so cool. So I asked when I was two and, you know, a two-year-old with a violin, my parents thought uh, was nuts. So I asked again when I was six years old and my preschool was actually giving private lessons. And so um, I started uh, learning how to read music. I've been classically trained ever since I was uh, six years old. I just turned 21. And, you know, it's really crazy to think that like I went from, classical music to country music you know that doesn't really happen you know people are like oh my gosh were you singing into your hairbrush at six years old I was like no I was playing Beethoven like like performing at Carnegie Hall in seventh grade and then all of a sudden um 
my, my focus kind of switched after I started getting bullied at school and kind of uh, started writing my feelings down and uh, kind of used it as a coping mechanism with music. And, and then I just started uh, performing country music and listening to it. And, you know, it's really weird um, how that has all formed into who I am right now. Oh, that is so awesome. And I know some of our viewers probably don't know this, but I think you were like 13, 14 when you, um, you got the chance to play with uh, Charlie Daniels. I did on stage my 13th birthday I think it was so my birthday's in March March 16th the day before St. Patty's Day and I think that show was March 3rd or 2nd so it was right before my 13th birthday that is so awesome what was that what was the experience like I mean obviously you've been trained musician you played Carnegie Hall before you ever played on stage with him but you know what was that like the experience in fact what was Carnegie Hall experience like too Honestly, the Carnegie Hall experience was really cool. I don't think I quite understood um, how well-renowned that venue is and what an honor it is to play there just because that was right in the that was right in the peak of me kind of switching my focus to country music and kind of uh, experimenting with songwriting and, and kind of becoming an artist. Um, so I don't really think that was like, oh my God, I want to do this for the rest of my life kind of thing. Even though when we were there, we toured Juilliard and, you know, I really did want to go because I was in an art school. I don't know if I told you that I was in an art school for violin uh, in middle school. So I was in and out of orchestras anyway. Um, So it was kind of like, you do that, then you do the arts high school. And then like, obviously you try out for Juilliard. So um, I don't think at that age, I really understood what that venue is um, and who's played there. But as far as Charlie Daniels, you know, he is like the king of violin with country music, you know, rest his soul. But it was I am very, very blessed that I was able to perform with him when I did, because honestly, you know, a lot of people haven't had that opportunity and a lot of people won't ever be able to get that opportunity now. And it's so sad. And, you know, that that whole thing was crazy. I remember I went I opened up for him to play the national anthem for the event that he was putting on in Weston, Florida. Um, and because we got there super early, I got tickets in the front row because uh, it was a free concert. It was like first come first serve. So I was just sitting there during the concert playing uh, or eating goldfish. And all of a sudden, Charlie Daniels manager comes around and he's like, do you want to perform on stage with Charlie Daniels? And I was like, yes, through my goldfish. And I ran to the side of the stage. Obviously, it's his last song. And Charlie met me backstage right before the encore. He was like, do you know Devil Went Down to Georgia? And I swear to you, I said, I know half of it. <laughs> I literally told Charlie Daniels, I only know half of his song. I don't know. Anyway, so then he was like, just follow my fingers. So if you go back to that video, like I do not take my eyes off of his fingers. You know, we were in front of 20,000 people and I was like 12 and a half, almost 13 years old. And, you know, just being able to say that I did that and then laying on the floor, like in the middle of the audience later and being like, what just happened? Was that my life? Like, (laughs) it's I've only had like one other moment like that. And that was when my song hit a million streams. That's so awesome. That is just so awesome. You got to do that. I'm I'm so happy for you that you had that opportunity. Thank you. All those opportunities, actually, you know. (laughs) So so your recent release, um, Drinking to the Broken Hearts, that came out in September. So you want to tell us a little about that and your co-writer? So Drinking to the Broken Hearts, I wrote back in 2019. You know, I've when I was underage, first off. Second... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it uh was always a song that I knew was super special and I didn't really know when a right time to release it would be you know um you asked me who Maggie is I'm a very uh 
bub- like I said, bubbly human. I always say that. That's literally my personality. I'm a very bubbly, uh, fast paced, um, exciting human. Like, you know, like I can never sit still for very long. If you see me on stage, I'm literally, I never sit still. Um, with playing violin, you know, it's very hard to sit still when you play fiddle music anyway, but I, I never sit still. And so, I didn't really think that I could release a song that was slow. You know, it, it's a very mid-tempo song. Yes, it builds up at the end. It's not just considered slow, but it's not what I was normally used to. Um, and it wasn't what my fans were used to. And so I didn't really think it fit with who I was at the time. And, and you know, I, but I always knew it was special. And so I'm very grateful that I released it second after Think About Me. Um, I wrote Drinking to the Broken Hearts with Barrett Baber. If you don't know who he is, he's written a bunch of hits for Cody Johnson and a bunch of cuts on his album. He's amazing. And um, like I said, I just knew that I had something special with that. I'm very grateful that I released it after Think About Me because this whole year has been trying to show people that I am not only an entertainer, a very bubbly, fast-paced human, but I do have the capability of sitting on a bar stool and singing a song and not moving and captivating an audience. And so Think About Me was the guinea pig of that whole whole thing, and it didn't do too shabby. So I was like, okay, well, I'll release a a slow song, a second slow song, um, and see what happens. And, you know, uh, a lot of people have digged it, and it's gotten a lot of exposure, and just my whole life is just pinch me like <laughs> <laughs> and it is a great song if you haven't heard it go make sure you go uh buy it on itunes or amazon or wherever you buy your music stream yeah. it on spotify stream it on apple yes. music yep absolutely all of those places and make sure you follow all the socials because you know you'll never know when the new music comes out unless you do so <laughs> do it so we have a fun little segment coming up now this is our what we call 20 questions right now Usually it's 21, but it's now 20 questions for the time being. So are you ready to have some quick fire fun answers here? I'm nervous, but let's do it. <laughs> There's no right or wrong answer. I mean, there might be one that has a right or wrong answer, but still. Oh, I didn't know there was going to be a test. <laughs> no, it's not a test. I swear. Okay. What's the last thing that you read? Oh, okay. So I'm, 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 I'm a nerd. I love reading um I love so many books oh my gosh it's such a hard question like that's only the first question oh my gosh um <laughs> the delirium series um yeah it's a trilogy series I'm really into trilogy series you should go read it uh it's pretty great thanks I, lo- I always love to get more new reading tips too I'm a reader oh so, I have so many books that I could just send you like I, it's ridiculous like <laughs> awesome yeah send them to me yeah we'll start sharing back and forth because I usually try to do at least 50 books a year Let's do it. Oh my gosh. I love that. Awesome. Next up, we're going to have uh, Maggie and CWC books of the week or the Ooh. month, probably month, right? Uh, let's start a book club because I've always wanted to start a book club. Okay. We'll do it. Sounds like yes. a plan. Yes. So hypothetically, I need to hide a dead body. Do you know a good place? Well, there are things that you say on a recorded session. There's things that you don't say. So I'm going to say no, but I have read a lot of murder mystery and, and seen the Netflix show you. So <laughs> I think I might be able to have an idea. <laughs> oh, you would be the second person that said about that Netflix series, you, that I really have to check out now. It's, it's, it's creepy. I mean, it's this, it's the, uh, Dan Humphrey, if you have ever seen Gossip Girl, like that's the actor. I don't really know his actual name. I just know him from Gossip Girl. So that's kind of why, but it's a book. 
it's actually it was a book first and then they turned it into like um a netflix series so if you like reading you should you should read the book i heard that it's a lot more gruesome and like goes into detail a little bit more um just because of like netflix and you can't like i guess it would be rated differently or something but you should read it perfect i will do that thank you what is the best concert you've ever been to oh my gosh five seconds of summer they are so amazing it was so cool seeing them with no props they literally didn't have any props I think they had like a drum stand in in a giant arena and that's like unheard of with artists they have like all these like lights and stuff and their whole show is in black and white and they killed it just being a band and sitting up there like old school and just singing to an audience and performing and entertaining without any of like the gimmicky stuff that a lot of artists are using nowadays like it was a fantastic and the lead singer's voice is way better in person than on the record and so he's just fantastic wonderful what's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery oh my gosh I have no idea you know I'm, I'm trying to think that like I'd be an adult and uh <laughs> put it in the savings you know I wouldn't spend it, it on anything ridiculous you know I'm not really like a designer brand kind of girl it's kind of like TJ Maxx sales sections um so probably not close I don't know. I, I probably would put put it towards my music and, you know, trying to like buy more studio time and, and make merch, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Those are some wonderful options with it. Oh, do you ever speak in song lyrics? Uh, sometimes I love Disney references. I'm obsessed with Disney shows like or Disney movies. And so um, I feel like I make a lot of references to kids' Disney movies. So if you could be a Disney character, what character oh would you be? Olaf. Olaf. I, I just want you to know my Christmas decorations are Olaf. That's my two blow, two blow ups, Olaf. Oh my God. I've watched Frozen <laughs> like 50 times and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I wish I was. <laughs> oh. If you could add someone to Mount Rushmore, who would it be and why? It doesn't have to be political. That would, that would require me to know who is on Mount Rushmore. I promise I'm <laughs> smart. I graduated with straight A's, I swear. <laughs> like, I promise. Um, gosh. There are just some presidents, you know, some founding fathers. It's okay. Like Washington, Lincoln, I don't think you it, know. Is, it, They're not Lincoln. Lincoln. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln's not on there? No. no. Perfect. Then I would add him. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because 16 oh. is my lucky number and he's the 16 president and he always, he always kept letters in his hat. And I thought that was really cool. So that's awesome. Oh, not because he was like so, a good president or anything like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, see, we're adding musical people. I, I've already had, we've Dolly Reba and I think Taylor Swift are the three main votes. So, so we we're just add like a, add like them. a musical Mount Rushmore. We should, that's right. a great idea. Exactly. I'm not sure where we should put it yet in America, but we should put somewhere in America. Maybe Nashville. You know, take a it big area. Be. Like, you know, a big Hollywood has a Hollywood sign? Yeah. We should do that. I'm in. I'm in. Okay, so let's propose that to the mayor. Um, <laughs> what's your plan for zombie apocalypse? Oh, my gosh. I hate zombies. Like, I cannot watch The Walking Dead. Like, I have had nightmares, and I only watched one episode, and it was the first episode. And I quit watching um I don't know I've seen a lot of movies with zombies even though I absolutely am terrified of them um I'd try to find a bunker or somewhere with a basement and uh pray to god that I can cook for like 20 years until it all goes away (laughs) oh what album or artist should we listen to before we die 
or maybe a couple artists and albums. Oh my goodness. I love Kit Moore's Wild Wild World album. Like I haven't really found an album that I could just listen to front to back and every song be amazing. Obviously Taylor Swift is an exception. She's fantastic. But I really like haven't found like a song on his album that I just want to skip over. And so um that's very rare for me. Normally I just listen to songs and singles or albums and singles. I don't really listen to albums like front to back. Um, I have the attention span of a gnat, that is why. Um, but he is one of the very <laughs> few people that I can just listen to the album front to back and just be like, I want to listen to that whole thing over again. <laughs> I love it. I love that you tell that the reason why is I have a attention span of a gnat. It's nothing personal, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it is nothing personal. I just I go through phases. Like I go through phases of listening to pop music go through phases of listening to old school country music like toby keith and randy travis and then i'm like okay i want bro country i want to roll my windows down and then i'm like i just want to cry for like a week straight and (laughs) i go in phases so it really depends absolutely it's great to have that mix too who would play you in a tv movie of your life oh my gosh everyone says that i look like kristen stewart i don't see it so have you gotten confused with her ever no, I um, haven't cut my hair like her ever. I think that she her she just like has a buzz cut now. But when she was playing Bella on Twilight, a lot of people said that I looked like her. Like, I guess my face, my like back when she was a lot younger. Um, yeah. If you look at some photos, like we look the same. It's very weird to get that. Yeah, it is in general. Just I think whoever, if you look about it, like anyone else, it's just, you know. Yeah. So here's a perplexing question. Where's Waldo? I have no idea. Okay, so Waldo is still missing. Yeah. Would you rather cook in or order out? I don't know. It depends on the night. Oh my gosh, these are hard questions. Um, I love going out to eat because now that I'm old enough to drink, it's like really fun being like, can I please order a cocktail? And you know, Nashville has the uh, the legal mandate of asking for somebody's ID. Um, and I think that's so cool. So when they ask for my ID, I'm like, lick it memorize it take a picture of it like do whatever you need to do show it off like ask for my id every day like just because i'm like of age now um but i've really gotten into charcuterie boards um i literally asked for a charcuterie board for christmas like i'm so i'm i asked for a piece of wood for christmas like i'm so lame so i i've been really into like watching movies or reading a book and having a charcuterie board next to me so like I said, I go in moods. Yeah. I like that's pretty cool though. No one's ever asked me. Especially, especially for before. Christmas. Oh, well, good. That's the point of these questions. We're here to ask the weirdest, strangest questions that you never get asked yeah, and get you, to know you. Is, I love everything about this. Wonderful. Wonderful. Then we'll have to do another one of these again. I'll come up with all new questions then for you. And you can just keep asking me questions right now. I okay, perfect. <laughs> what TV show would you be a member of or sitcom or? Would I be a member of? I don't know. I feel like I I couldn't. So I go back and forth of like debating whether or not I could act because I I feel like I I've hosted shows before, so I've kind of been like like on like on stage, not just performing. So it's like I've I've like hosted shows where I've introduced people, how to read scripts and stuff, but. I feel like I just burst out laughing in the most ridiculous scenes that like I probably couldn't keep a straight face. So honestly, I don't really know if I could be on a TV show. (laughs) 
I probably could with some very serious training, but I'd probably just laugh and be like, that was so stupid, guys. No one's going to believe that. Like, (laughs) that's the point I think of it. I I mean, I'm a comedy, I love the comedies like the Reba, and I don't know if you've ever seen Mom, the show Mom. No. They're great comedies. They're both awesome comedies. So that's that's what I love. Those are the shows I probably have to be in a comedy movie then. Yeah. Although I'm not very funny. So I don't know. It's all good. It's perfect. Boots or heels? Boots, combat boots, not like cowboy boots. Ah, yeah, I have my Timberlands on right now. Nice. I don't think anyone's shown you their feet in an interview before. There's a first for everything. No, I don't think they have. I know we were talking about tattoos, and they were showing tattoos one time, but you know, yeah, that's the first because these are usually sitting down interviews. So maybe, maybe eventually Perfect. we can start getting some out there interviews where we start seeing feet or hands or you know other objects besides just the face. Love like that. Playing guitars, you know. Um, what's the best thing since sliced bread? Bagels. Ooh. I love bagels. What's the worst pizza topping? Pineapple. <laughs> Although I've eaten it before. It's just the idea of it. Like if it was in front of me, now I want pizza. Thanks. Thanks, girl. I really appreciate it. I'm trying to be healthy over here and now I'm like craving Papa John's. Um, well, they do have some healthy pizzas. Like they have like those cal- cauliflower crusts, you know, so you can go gluten free, healthy, uh, high protein. And I then, guess, you know, I guess. <laughs> or if we could make homemade, I don't know, homemade pizza. Oh, that sounds good. Sounds really messy. <laughs> I don't know. If it was in front of me, I'd eat it just because it's pizza. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't really taste it and it's kind of interesting. But just the idea of like asking for pineapple on your pizza is just so strange to me because I never think about the fruit pineapple ever. So I'm more of a meat lovers kind of gal, but this was supposed to be like fast questions. And like, I go way in, into detail. Like it's I all good. It's all good. Some of them have some thought to them, you know, um, do you have guilty pleasure music? Like music that no one knows you ever listened to? Like, you know, I don't know, Eminem or something weird like that. Something different. I don't know. Like I said, I go back and forth between liking pop music. Like I really like the song Stay by Justin Bieber and that other kid. I have no idea what his name is. Uh, it's like the big, it's like big on TikTok. Uh, and it's just fun to jam out to sometimes. You know, I could go between like doing like uh, really old, old like 2000s pop, um, like like DJ Got Us Fallen in Love Tonight and like all those old ones that are really fun. But I'd only do that if I was like with friends or like if I was in my house alone by myself dancing around the kitchen so like last night <laughs> the last night perfect <laughs> yeah. oh if you could be any person for a day who would you be and why you can either be like another person or or like a position of a person like a ceo of whatever you know oh my gosh it's your interpretation is... oh my gosh i have no idea what have i always wanted to do i don't know i feel like i'd, I'd just be a fly on the wall like I'd want to see somebody in a room like I'd want to be on a I'd okay wow confusing words are hard I'd want to be in a room with with myself and another person and be the fly on the wall in that room to like see what I look like not in a mirror <laughs> <laughs> like I want to see myself from here does that make sense <laughs> I'm so weird sorry <laughs> perspective I get it yeah if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. So we if we had a song, what would it be? If we had a song, you and me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, oh my gosh, I don't know. What do you think? What would our song be? It would have to be something bubbly and upbeat. 
because we're both in upbeat. Yeah. I don't fun. know. Do you like the greatest showman? Oh yeah. There we go. The greatest, I don't That's know. That's a good one. Like, Oh, rewrite the stars is pretty cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Or a million dreams. That one's cute. Ooh. Yeah. We like Olaf. <laughs> they like the drink in my sand this summer. Drink yeah. in my hand. My feet up against the burning sand. <laughs> that one. That's perfect. Oh, at what age did you become an adult? Legally or mentally? That's a trick question. Physically. <laughs> physically, legally, mentally. It's got to be a little <laughs> bit more specific. Legally, 18. <laughs> physically, I don't know, you know, when do girls go through puberty, like 16, 17. Yeah. <laughs> mentally, we're still on the struggle bus. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree. Oh, if you could be, if you could win an Olympic medal for any sport, real or fake, what would it be? I'm terrible at sports. It's not a fake sport. sport. Make a sport. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would be terrible at mini golf, but I feel like it'd be so much fun. Perfect. I'm terrible. I love doing it, but I'm just, I'm just learning, you now. like I'd probably lose, but it'd be really fun to win a medal at mini golf. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. We should just go have fun playing mini golf. Forget the medal. Let's just do it. I'm down. (laughs) Okay. I have to shoot opposite handed. Like if you're right hand, shoot, you know, left handed or whatever. That'd make it more interesting. Underhanded. Underhanded. Exactly. (laughs) And we could always have a drink before. I don't know if we can drink during because I think I don't think they'll let you like walk off the mini golf course, have a drink, come back, you know, because that can make it interesting. There's a lot of mini golf courses you could drink on. Oh, okay. Well, let's do it. We'll do that. Yes. Like there's margaritas or something and plug mini golf. Yeah, there's right. one in Florida that has like at every stand, it has like drink cup holders and it has a, a phone number that if your drink runs out, you can call the front desk and someone will bring you a beer. I love this. Is the, those are the reason why I love Florida. Cause you can just like call and get a beer delivered to you on the golf it's course. Great. Let's go yes. there. <laughs> oh, so ah, that was our fun 20 questions. Um, what do you have happening or going on for uh, 2022? I know you said you have the bar raised high after 2021 here. So oh my you gosh. Some tour I days coming get... up. Uh, I want to get back on the road this weekend. I'm actually in Cedar Rapids, Iowa for like a singer songwriter around at the Olympic South side theater. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be so cold, but it's going to be so much fun. I think I'm in, I'm in Kentucky, December 9th, uh, it's not Grand Rapids. No, Cedar Rapids. I don't know. No, Glasgow. Glasgow, Kentucky for a singer-songwriter round as well with the radio station up there. So the, I, I've been touring a little bit, but my main focus is to get back on the road with my full band um, next year and to put out some more music. Um, I'm going to be putting out hopefully like a new version of Drinking to the Broken Hearts like I did to Think About Me. So that'll be fun, like little surprise in January. But other than that, it's just... Um, trying to strategize what 22-year-old Maggie looks like next year. Wonderful. And and have lots of fun too. That's Yes, always. Did you see how fun that questionnaire was? I'm like, I could keep talking to you all day. (laughs) We could do that sometime. But I'll let this interview go short so everyone's like, you two just keep talking and talking, you know? (laughs) Yeah, the interview was so lame. It just like wouldn't shut up. Like... (laughs) Oh. We could put out like an extended version and like short version. We do that. Yeah, that'd be really yeah. funny. It's been a pleasure having you on today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for and having you're welcome us. Back. You're welcome back anytime. Deal. <laughs> <laughs>
And thank you all for joining us for another great episode. Make sure you go check out all of Maggie's socials and follow her on everything. You know, I'm sure she's on everything. I guarantee it. I know I saw Twitter, Facebook, you know, not on Tinder, the standards, not on Tinder. (laughs) Don't swipe left or right. Cause she's not there. Okay, good. Not Not me. (laughs) Have a great day, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.